0: during October, during the pandemic of 2020, we were out on the boat, um, with our friends and it was just like gorgeous day. And the next day I seriously went on Zillow and saw our house that afternoon. We went ah. to the open house. Yeah. And that next week we were in closing, like, so it just oh happened, my gosh. It happened quick. pretty
1: quick. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think I have a lot to do with that of pushing of, no, we can, we should get it now. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Welcome to Behind the Stays, a podcast that shares the stories behind your favorite Airbnbs and the hosts who've made them memorable. Behind the Stays is brought to you by Spontaneous, a free weekly newsletter that brings you a carefully curated list of last-minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. Sign up at Sponstaneous.com. I'm your host, Zach Cruz. Enjoy the show. It's 11.32 p.m. on a Thursday night, and you wake up in a panic. You forgot to send your guests the custom lockbox combination for your Airbnb, and you missed the 17 messages they sent saying that they couldn't get in because you enabled sleep mode on your iPhone. You know, to try and cut down on screen time before bed and all. After apologizing profusely and sending them a bottle of bubbly in hopes that they won't leave you a one-star review, you think to yourself, how do other hosts stay on top of guest communications? The answer? They use Guesty for hosts. An easy-to-use rental management platform, with features like automated messages that send important communications to guests at the exact right times. You'll never have to jeopardize your beauty sleep again. Guesty for hosts allows short-term rental hosts to manage listings from Airbnb, VRBO, and Booking.com in one calendar, and send a series of automated messages before, during, and after the guest's stay. The platform also has features that help you manage cleanings, build a custom booking website, and so much more. You can start your 14-day free trial today, no credit card or setup fee or commitment required, and you can cancel any time if you don't love it. And it gets even better. While getting started for the first time, use the discount code spontaneous for 20% off your first year. Again, that's spontaneous Use that discount code at checkout for 20% off your first year. In just a moment, you'll meet Megan and Darren, the creators of The Lakeview Hilltop, a coastal chic cottage on Claytor Lake in Radford, Virginia. Originally from the California Bay Area and a graphic designer by trade, Megan has always had an awareness of the role space plays in inspiring new ideas and perspectives. Darren, who grew up in southwestern Virginia, had always dreamed of having a lake house, But with two young kids and demanding jobs, the idea of acquiring a vacation home, especially in this season of life, seemed totally untenable. But then COVID hit, and within a matter of months, a charming home that overlooked one of Virginia's most beautiful and somewhat undiscovered lakes became available. Tune in to hear the story behind how Megan and Darren acquired the home which they now call Lakeview Hilltop and how they brought it to life. All right, without further ado, get ready to meet Megan and Darren so Megan and Darren tell us about your very first stay in an Airbnb or another short-term rental where did you go what kind of home did you stay in and, and what was your overall experience like
0: Um, we've stayed in a few Airbnbs um, um, the past couple of years and when it first started. Um, but I think the first one of the first memorable ones that we've stayed in as a family was in Greenville, South Carolina. okay. And we just went on a weekend because we were Airbnbing our own house and we had to get away. And so we found another Airbnb at the same, same weekend. And, um, it was a cottage, um, in back of this family's home and they had chickens and like goats and they were such a sweet little family and we had a really hard time finding it. And we were at, it was at night and they were outside just waiting for us while we like drove in and they were just so hospitable. Hmm like the whole weekend. It was just so sweet. And then our kids played out and it was also dog friendly. So, um, we just like talked to them the whole weekend. Um, but it was just memorable. And then Greenville is really cool. That was our first time being there. And I didn't realize how neat of a city, um, that was, yeah. um, just so many restaurants and it was there. They, they had an art museum, like mm-hmm. an art festival that weekend. So it was just really neat to explore. Um, it's just nice just to like randomly book something that you just have never seen or really haven't done a lot of, um, history or research about it. And we just booked it and it was memorable. Yeah, it was just
1: a different experience, not staying in a hotel, you know, yeah. cause you know what you're going to get staying in a hotel. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Was it, I'm curious, traveling with, with kids and with, uh, with pets, like what, is it, I would imagine it's just like a heck of a lot easier to like have a whole house that you can uh, spend time in. Like, have you, have you noticed, is it, is it just less stressful when you're traveling to book an Airbnb or a short term rental versus a hotel or like, well, I guess another way of phrasing the question is will you guys ever go back to like booking a hotel when you're, when you're traveling all together as a family?
1: We still sometimes book hotels, um, Just, you know, because there are some advantages still to staying in hotels with with kids, like the pool.
2: That's true. Uh, That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's where we're at in our...
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, but we prefer to stay at Airbnbs. Like when we go to California uh, to visit our family, we sometimes book an Airbnb because it's just nice to have your own space and feel like you're at home even though you're away from home
2: yeah yeah Yeah. no i i imagine i you know we we don't have kids yet but um i i can't imagine like how challenging it is to like we when when it's just the two of us a hotel room feels like so crammed and so small and and limiting right um and i can't imagine what that's what that's like with a family but um so you know my wife gabby and i had the opportunity to stay in your beautiful lake house on our way back from uh, or actually back to dc we were in the asheville area for a little while and we were heading back up uh up north and you know we we were quite frankly just surprised that this huge lake and community existed right near Virginia Tech. And and again, not too far from the city. So can you just talk to us a little bit about where Lakeview Hilltop, your Airbnb is located and just anything you might be able to tell our listeners about the surrounding community?
1: Sure. I mean, like you said, it's about what 35 minutes from Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. So you have all, all there is to do and at, on campus and, you know, go see the football games, basketball games, whatever sporting event you're interested in. Then there's the, the Appalachian trail. Uh, there's so much hiking to do in this area mm. or biking. Um, and then of course the, the lake itself, there's, there's lots to do on the lake. Uh, and just then if you're looking for uh kind of some things to do in the closest city nearby is Roanoke. Okay. So there's lots of good places to eat in Roanoke. Uh There's some other, you know, kind of museums. There's a art museum there. Just some cool things to do downtown Roanoke. So it's kind of, they've kind of got a little bit of everything in the area if you want to venture out outside of the equator lake.
0: Yeah the airport, the Roanoke, that's their closest, um, airport is Roanoke. It's about less than an hour from our house. So, um, we've had people, guests stay or fly in from there. Um, but also stay here and go to Virginia Tech for, um, dropping off their kids. Um, so it's it's convenient. Um, you know, it's 40 minutes to like anything. So,
2: yeah. So, Tell us the story about how you all ended up acquiring this property because you're in Blacksburg. Uh, Megan, I know that you're originally from California, and and Darren, you you grew up in the Blacksburg area. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, pretty okay. close by.
2: Pretty close by. So, yeah. so how do you all go about finding this property? Were you like? we wanna go get a vacation house, it's time to start an Airbnb. Like what was what was the intention behind the initial search for a place? And then how did you all stumble upon this beautiful property?
0: <laughs> it's a little bit of a history and story. It goes back um, probably like 20 years ago before Airbnb. Um, I've always wanted to uh, own a bed and breakfast. Like mm-hmm. that was like my dream. I went to bed and breakfast a lot with um, growing up with my mom. And so I just always wanted to do that. And I went to uh, college for art. And so I'm a graphic designer. So um, I admire, um, you know, I I like home decor. I like designing, of course. And I do that um, during the day as a full-time job. But um, so, but realistically owning a bed and breakfast is expensive. Sure. So, um, when we were searching for our regular family house in like 2011, we knew we will always want to rent something. So we've always, um, uh, we've always like had Airbnb, like through our family home. So we've rented our house through Airbnb under 14 days through, um, um, for football games, commencement graduation. for Virginia Tech. So we've been actually Airbnb hosts for a while. Wow. Um, but during the pandemic, yeah, so it's been fun. So um, we've always enjoyed it. Um, however, we always knew that we wanted to own a lake home, and but we didn't expect it to happen during the pandemic. Um, we always imagine it like when our kids were in college, when we could afford it. Um, however, um, our friends were starting to um, purchase lake homes on Claytor Lake, and um, Darren's aunt and uncle lived literally a block away from our current lake house. Oh wow! And so, um, yeah, so he he grew up on Claytor Lake, um, and our kids have throughout, um, like, his aunt and uncle, and we've been on boat rides, like, every summer we're out here. However, we just didn't expect to be able to f- afford a lake house, so... Um, during October, during the pandemic of twenty twenty, we were out on the boat um with our friends. And it was just like gorgeous day. And the next day, I seriously went on Zillow and saw our house. Huh. that afternoon, we went to the open house.
2: yeah,
0: and that next week we were in closing. Oh like, my gosh. So it just happened it happened pretty quick, yeah, yeah. So um, I
1: think I have a lot to do with that of pushing of, no, we can,
2: we should get it now. <laughs> yeah And we're, 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 they,
0: but,
2: uh, yeah. So we were... <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, were the owners uh, of the, of the home, were they, was this their full-time residence? Or was this a, a vacation house for them originally? Or what's the story there?
1: No, I think this was a vacation house for them too. They, I think the original owner, they lived in Roanoke. So okay. they just came here on the weekends, and I think they're getting uh, they weren't using the house as much anymore, so they they were ready to to sell it. Um, and it was pretty fortunate for us that we were able to buy it when we did because the properties for sale in Quater Lake these days they are few and far between. Yeah, so we actually bought at the right time because you can't really find many places available
0: right now. Yeah, so it was Manipal.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, I I would imagine too that, um, right, you know, beyond everything that, you know, the the crazy housing market that came right around that time or, you know, slightly thereafter, but then also just the the fact that it it seems to me that a lot of these homes are probably like handed down like uh, generation to generation, right? So people probably hold on to these properties as opposed to, you know, uh, selling them. Yeah, I
1: agree.
0: Yeah, that's true. And there's still not that many, so we are just so grateful, still, that we have this little 840 square foot little (laughs)
2: box. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but but what's so funny about it is it feels so much bigger. And I think that that's because of like you you know you can walk right outside to uh, the patio area that overlooks the lake. You've got the grill located on you know the uh, towards the front of the house, and you know because it's on the hill too, I think it just feels more grandiose uh you know i I was looking up the square footage and i was surprised i was like there's no way this is only like 800 some odd square feet like it feels significantly larger and you've got like three bedrooms or two two or three bedrooms is it um and so anyways but but you guys have done like a lot of work to the house so so talk to us about like that story so you buy this home it's like you know this miracle you get it you acquire it and but it, you know, it, 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 you know, maybe needed a little bit of work before you could list it on Airbnb for when you're not there. So, walk us through that story. How do you know, like, where to start? Have you renovated homes before? What's, uh, what's the story of getting it from on Airbnb after, after acquiring it?
0: Yeah. So we got it. We got the keys Thanksgiving. Um. So we stayed. Uh, here for a whole week. Oh, wow. And then during Christmas. Um, so we had some time during, um, our breaks and we, we tore everything out. We, we gutted it. We're for the carpets. We didn't tear any walls down. Wow. Um, but the thing is, I mean, we, it ha- we knew this had potential. Um, yes, it was a 1960s and every single color of the room, every wall had was bold, However, um, you know, it had potential. We had, we had a vision and, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of, we didn't have a lot of time to actually just play around with design as much, but I just wanted to, um, you know, make it open and as neutral as colors. Um, and we painted so much. Um, our kids helped us and, um, you know, we had a, a local contractor that helped us, um, but we had a deadline we had from November to April, and we knew we wanted to get, start getting um, guests in May for late time. And so, and we did, we got our, we got guests and we, no, we went Airbnb live in April mm-hmm. and we started getting guests in May and we were surprisingly, we were booked all summer and it was just, mm-hmm. and it's so neat. Wow. It's so great. So yeah. And no, I
1: mean, all the design piece, that's definitely <laughs> Megan. I mean, I think when we were looking at it, her wheels were turning of, okay, I'm going to rip this out. I'm going to paint this. So I just felt like she had a, a vision and a plan right away. And, you know, we just executed it.
0: <laughs> and we're not done. We still yeah. have, like, we're yeah. Like, we have so many projects still. Yeah. But it's just nice to have, you know, people can stay here and people are still happy and they... I admire. Uh, people acknowledge, you know, the work has been done, but we still have a lot of projects ahead of us.
2: Yeah. Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned the the design because it was, uh, you know, the first thing that my my wife noticed, and she seemed like the the way that she at least like categorized uh, the home's like aesthetic was as a beachy coastal vibe um and she's like you know this this reminds me of we, we spent we, we actually spent some time in, in california a significant amount of time last year she's like you know this really does uh remind me of like a, a california like bay area sort of like retreat so I'm curious, uh, uh, Megan. Like, was this was this inspired by growing, having grown up in in California, and was there a particular like aesthetic like you were striving for with the design of the home?
0: That's so funny. I love that. Um, you're perfectly right. Um, I have lived in Santa Cruz, um, California, and near the beach, and um, I just wanted this to be, yeah, my theme was coastal, modern, modern coastal because it's the 1960s. Um, So that was my theme and um, just neutral colors. I wanted this whole place to be bright and airy and calm for guests. And um, I did white um, for now. I mean, it could change in two years, but for now it's white because um, when we came here, like I said, every wall was, magenta, yellow, (laughs) I mean, it was bold. So it just, it closed off the space. So um, I just wanted to open this place up with um, the sunshine, you know, from the lake and and then add neutral colors because, and then add an accent color, which I have a lot of our like um, Robin's egg blue. I've always loved that color, but I can change it up if, you know, I want to. Um, and then add a lot of text. We added a lot of wood textures. Um, but I didn't want the traditional lake cabin feel mm. like a lot of lake houses are, um, we were gonna, um, Uh, paint the exterior of the house like a navy blue with white trim you know nice lake house but we did a lot of research regarding painting vinyl which you cannot paint a dark color so um, my sister suggested she's like well you have everything white in the house like that that wouldn't match and so thanks to her she suggested um and so we painted our house exterior white and it actually worked out so
2: one of the things we that replaced uh, the
1: oh go old ahead, school go ahead Darren. doors <laughs> that were on it. Oh uh, you're just saying we replaced the old school doors that were on it. I think they, they were the they,
0: they were, were the, the original, original doors
1: key. and you know we put up modern, you know, doors light and light
0: fixtures, everything everything yeah. is still Yeah, true. all the light
1: fixtures are new. The light fixtures before were like this gold, <laughs> uh, this old style of lighting and yeah, <laughs> just
0: trying to update it a little yeah. bit more.
2: Well, I yeah. mean, you guys have you yeah. guys have done such a such a great job, and I I remember walking in to the home, and I, we must have arrived around like three thirty, four o'clock, something like that, and um, so the sun wasn't you know quite setting, and it was uh, we were there during the winter, so you know um, sunset comes around not. Too long after, and I remember walking in the room and immediately just being like hit with like all this warmth and light from you know that that master uh, you know bay window that you guys have in in the living room, and immediately after we you know set down we set our stuff down and we go and we like sit uh, in, in the chairs in the living room and then because the sun was just so intense we're like you know what I, I bet we could go outside right now and it, again it was it was cool out but we go outside and we literally like took a walk and we enjoyed the, the beauty like the sunset was like incredible um and it was just uh such a calming place and I think that you know we we've we've been to a number of homes where they've you know you can you know They've got a beautiful uh, yard or a beautiful you can see a beautiful sunset and whatnot, but there's also something about like a place that actually brings you rest that not you know not every place does. And there's something about I don't know if it's uh, it's probably a combination of the design aesthetic coupled with just sort of like this massive window where it you almost feel like you're outside that just ushers in yeah. this this state of like uh, almost like a contemplative state. Um, so I think I think you guys have like mastered the. Cultivation of like rest and relaxation, um, which is great. And and I'm I'm curious, like, what is what is your favorite spot? Like, do you have a favorite spot either uh, in the home, outside of the home, in the neighborhood that brings you that kind of rest or or that kind of calm?
0: Um, well, I appreciate you as a guest acknowledging um our place and the relaxation and just um the same all this stuff that you just said we feel the same way of our our place but we come here and it's just so calming like we yeah. come here and we bring our laptop, our laptop and we just work here and it's never been work like when we are doing like you know painting and uh, renovating our place it was never stressful it's so it's just been so enjoyable and that we were just so grateful um, to have found this place to um, you know add that to our family, but um, you know as a as a place that I love um, to sit in here um, in the mornings with my kids when they wake up, and it's just so calm, and the sun you know sunrise is coming, and our couch actually folds down, and I just lay with them and just watch like the fishermen me you know, like in the boats you know cross by and the the view is it's all about the view here like um you know yes the house is really not cute but like the view everybody that's what everybody says yeah gosh that lake view and we're just yeah. we enjoy that
1: yeah mm-hmm. same no i like sitting in the living room just looking out the big window you know, during the summer, after I've been outside, uh, maybe all day, maybe it's just nice to come inside the air conditioning and <laughs> sit in the living room and look out the window. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a cool little community too. We, you know, we went on a, a walk, uh, a long walk, just kind of around, we were just kind of walking in, in, in circles around the community. Like who, who else, like who, who are these folks? It, it seemed, it seemed like there was a fair number of people that were like full-time residents in, in this area. Is that, yeah. is that accurate?
1: I would say majority of the neighborhoods full time. There's probably there's maybe a couple of people that just come during the summer, but yeah, it's yeah. mostly full time.
0: We're we're just um. There's just maybe just a few rentals. Okay. And then there a lot of um the homeowners are full time. Um, and there a lot of them are like Virginia Tech professors. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and yeah, and this is their second home. Like I said, his aunt and uncle lived down the street and just. They enjoy this. I mean it's a there's country roads within 20 minutes, but then once you get here, you're like, oh my gosh, like this didn't exist. We didn't know about this. And yeah.
2: Yeah, no, and and, what's, and there's and there is a oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> go, go, go ahead, Megan. Go ahead.
0: Um there it's nice because there is walking, a walking neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And usually there isn't, you know, in kind of lake communities, it's kind of remote, but this, this area is really nice for walking.
2: Yeah. And, and that's exactly what, uh, the point I was going to make was that we, you know, we love, uh, getting outside, going on runs, going on, uh, long walks. And it is hard sometimes when you are in a, in a lake community or a beach community, it's like, you know, you're there to relax, right? You're there, you're there to sort of like veg out and enjoy the natural beauty and it can be it can be hard to, like, you know, get a get a nice workout in or, you know, at, at least get get some steps in. And what we really appreciated was like, oh, wow, like, you know, not only are you taking in this natural beauty, but it's very walkable. There's, um you know, this this nice sort of like circular path around the community. You do that a few times and, you know, you're good. Uh, and there's good, some good like incline uh, and elevation along the way with the hills. And so anyways, we we did really appreciate how how walkable uh the the surrounding area was.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then there's, um, down the street, there's actually a boat launch too. And there's oh. a little park. Um, yeah. So there's like two other little communities right next to us. Um, but th- we're just in a perfect location for, um, boaters, kayakers. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. And on, on that note, so you, you know, on, on Clader Lake, like what, what do you, what can people do? Like if you, if you're coming in, you're visiting and, you know, you're, you're staying in your home, but then you want to explore the surrounding area. Like what are the different activities uh, on the lake itself? Like, can you rent kayaks? Can you rent stand up paddle boards? Or can you, you mentioned hiking earlier, like talk to us a little bit about what activities guests can do in the, in the area.
1: Well, uh, I mean, as far as activities on the lake, yeah, there's actually a couple places that you can rent boats from, uh, you can rent uh, paddle boards, kayaks. Uh, we we advertise a place called Lake to Island um, is a place that will deliver the boat to our dock. So that's convenient. Uh, I think the state park itself rents boats as well, jet skis. Um, so there's plenty of opportunities to rent watercrafts. Of course, people are welcome to bring their own watercraft too. and like Megan said, there's a boat launch right down the road from us. Um,
0: and in our cove.
1: Yeah. In yeah. our cove. Uh, fishermen. Uh, there's plenty of, you know, if you, if you just want to fish off the dock, it's, it's good fishing um, right here. Um,
0: we swim right off the oh dock yeah. all the time. It's so perfect
1: fun. swimming. That's awesome. Because it, it it it's on the main body, but it's, you know, in a no wake zone. So swimming, we don't have to worry about boats zooming by or hitting us. yeah so, yeah no uh, it, it, it's, it's cool it, yeah. it,
2: the way that it, the way that it's designed too because it's like you guys have your own little like private dock you walk out and you can just like walk right onto it and, and check it out and again we were there during the winter so we weren't we weren't swimming but we we were like all right next time yeah. we come back during the summer this uh it does it does yeah. feel like a almost just like a grandiose like swimming pool um that then extends into yeah. sort of the, the the more open uh part of the of the lake um you know when you guys were bringing this space to life you you have a young family you've got pets like was there a specific guest uh that you had in mind like were you saying i want to design this you know and maybe this is mostly a question for you megan but like what were you thinking i want to design this space so that you know x kind of person feels most comfortable or did you did you, did you have any sort of like persona to use a, a marketing term um of of guest that you had in mind when bringing the space to
0: life um i really wanted people to um just relax and enjoy our place so small families um you know couples um, and parents of Virginia tech students. Mm. Um, we've get a lot of those guests. Um, yeah, girls trips. So we've had a few of those, um, during COVID. Um, but yeah. And then, so we, we have a dog that absolutely loves the lake. And so it's not fair for us to bring a dog, but we say no, you know, to our guests that they can't bring their dogs. And so really, um, dog pet friendly or, you know, dog guests with dogs. (laughs) So, um, yeah, because that's really hard. A lot of places don't, um, make it available where you can bring your, your pets. So, and we are totally bring them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it fits really like if you're just coming here to relax, okay, our place is for you. If you're coming here to have fun on the lake, okay, you can do that too. Um, if you're here to enjoy the area, it, it's close enough to a lot of things. So I think we've tried to make it uh, our our audience as broad as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: But we have three three rooms, so it limit it limits to only six guests yeah. right now.
2: Yeah, which is still—I mean, that's that's still a good size. Uh, perfect for again a young family or a, a, you know girls' getaway, as, as as you mentioned, Megan. What was what was hardest yeah. about bringing this space to life? Like, and you know, you guys bought this home during COVID. There was a lot going on, right? Um, and you you know you needed to do some work to the home before you could list it on Airbnb. Like. What aspect of the project, whether it be knocking down a particular wall or figuring out what to name the Airbnb or listing it on Airbnb, what whatever it is, like, what what was hardest about bringing your your home to life?
0: That's so that's so great. Um, Probably the first one was that we did not have a budget for renovation. We didn't expect to be buying this. So. However, we knew that we wanted to be on Airbnb in April. So, um, you know, we I, I had to look on Facebook Marketplace to buy things for, you know, to set up the place. Um, we had to take it month by month with, um, you know, renovation budgets and what we could do. And we're still doing that. Um, and uh you know we have our projects you know this summer that you know we wanted to do last year but we couldn't so probably um that was probably really hard um but we 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 did it you know we managed and you know we're also listening to guests um you know we had to buy three full beds but you know now that we've been upgrading things that um now that we have airbnb guests we can And you know, we just upgraded to a queen bed and um, a new headboard. Um, But uh, another challenge was we have two small kids, so how do we do? How do we renovate a house and have them during a pandemic when we both work full time? Um, So we had to manage that, Mm -hmm. Um, and we did it. Um, (laughs) Luckily, COVID um, made us. Take them here and yeah. we did, you know, mm. we gave them some paintbrushes and mm. <laughs> they helped. Yeah. I mean that um,
2: that's such a cool experience though. Like at, I mean, as a kid, I guarantee like they're gonna remember this for the rest of their lives. Like You know, I I can't imagine what it was like to be uh, a parent during the pandemic. And I know a lot of people have really, really, really challenging, rough, rough experiences. But at the same time, I do think, like, as a kid, you remember you remember these things and like you're going to remember, oh, my gosh, remember that time mom and dad bought this house and then we had to, like, help them, like, put it together and make it, you know, uh, function so that they could list it on Airbnb. Like, those are the memories that they're going to hold on to from sort of like this, this, you know, the last couple of years um so what what a cool project to be able to like do that as a family together because had we not been in a pandemic they they probably would have been in school and or you guys would probably would have you know been at work and maybe this was this would have happened on you know a weekend occasionally but um what a cool opportunity to get to tackle this entire project as as a whole family unit
0: mm-hmm. that's really true That's yeah. very very true and um our next project right now we're starting it actually tomorrow um we're meeting with somebody and we're we have two sheds on our property and they're a little run down but we have hopes for them to make them a little bit more functional and tomorrow we're um we promised the kids that we'll be updating this one shed and making a kids clubhouse
2: nice um
0: and so yeah so we already bought a slide and um we're gonna just update the decking and the stairs um for and so we can attract um families with kids too. We don't really have anything uh, for them to play in except for the lake, but um you know, I think this will help we'll attract you. Know, know some families a little bit more so and then and then the kids um they have all their toys in the shed and stuff too
1: maybe i'll make it more enjoyable for the family too that they can like okay go play out in the playhouse <laughs> while the mom and dad relaxing here exactly exactly <laughs> and, then,
0: and then one of the sh- <laughs> one of the sheds the house is mine i mean i designed it it's my taste but then there's another shed and then um darren we're gonna make a
1: yeah, probably probably turn it into more of a, a living space and put a you know air conditioning out in that one and put more like a kind of a man's den, I guess. Nice, <laughs> put nice. A TV and stuff out there. Yeah,
0: maybe another fold out bed. Yeah. um for another guest. So yeah, there's we we have options. So it's yeah, um, it's been fun.
2: That's that's super cool. And yeah, I, I was going to ask about those those. Uh, those sheds, because I noticed it too, I at first thought it was somebody else's property. And then I was like, No, I, th- I think that this is this is all part of theirs." So that's that's cool that you've got plans yeah. to, to reimagine them. And um, uh, that's that's exciting. How fun my my last question for you all is just around the future. So you started talking about you're starting to work on these uh, other other pro- uh, these other projects, refabbing these uh, these sheds. Maybe throwing in a bed there, making it um, a little bit more accessible to host more more guests. Have you all throughout this entire process have you started thinking, have you let yourself sort of think about the possibility of a of another airbnb? are we are we feeling really, you know confident that we've got our work cut out for us for with this one for the next several years? or have you dreamed about starting a new uh, another short- term rental? And if so, you know, where do you imagine that pl- that short term rental might be, and what do you imagine it it might look like?
0: That's a great question, and um, you know, no, I don't think this is our end no. lake house. Um, we enjoy hosting; I I really enjoy it a lot. It brings us a lot of. Um, you know, gratitude, happiness in our family. Um, and right now, you know, we have a lot, several more projects, but I, I feel like we, you know, we'll be on the lookout for something else. I think manageable. What we like about this place, it's manageable
2: hmm.
0: for, um, for us to, you know, clean and take care of um, and also enjoy as a family too. Um, it's 40 minutes away from our normal house. So we looked at places, potential lake houses, um, like two and a half hours away, an hour and a half away. And I can't imagine during what we were doing, driving all that way. And so 40 minutes is actually manageable for our family. Um, but we, we have plans actually for our regular house to build and renovate and expand and potentially um, build, um, a like ensuite or yeah like a bait um above our- law suite yeah. or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. above our garage and so that will attract like college students um so we can continue um airbnb being our regular house as well but who knows i'm like i'm from you know california so you never know if we buy something there in the future there so, you go
2: there you go so it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of possibilities a lot of Potential moving parts. Um, well, I, I just want to thank you both for all the time and energy and, and, you know, love you've poured into your space and making it feel welcoming and exciting and, you know, uh, uh, calming. Um, I think that you guys are doing something really neat. Can't wait to hear more about how these projects continue to come to life. And, yeah, stay connected as you guys as you guys continue to grow. Um, if folks okay. want to book your place, we will have links to uh, your Airbnb uh profile below also links to your Instagram. Uh is there is there any other place you'd like folks to kind of reach out if they're interested in either learning a little bit more about your story and or uh staying at your place?
0: Oh, um well we just started a Instagram. So, um we'll be sharing a lot of our renovations and before and after pictures and just posting um so right now we're just trying to get that together in our marketing a little bit more after now the renovation part is kind of happened. So now we're, um, doing a little bit more marketing. We started a website, um, and our Airbnb link as well. So Wonderful. The website
2: link. You, yeah, it, 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 everyone that's listening in scroll to the show notes and you will find all the links that you need, Instagram, website, Airbnb, all the fun stuff. Um, but hey, Megan, Darren, really appreciate your (laughs) all's time. Um this has been this has been a real privilege to get to talk with you and uh keep up the great work.
0: Thank you so much for having us.
2: Hey friends, hope you've enjoyed today's show. If you are an Airbnb host or know an Airbnb host who'd like to come on the show, please send me an email at Zach. Z-A-C-H at Sponstaneous.com and we will chat. Behind the Stays is brought to you each week by Spontaneous, a carefully curated weekly newsletter that brings you the best last minute deals and upcoming steals on Airbnb. It's sort of like Scott's Cheap Flights but for Airbnb. You can sign up once again for free at spontaneous.com Last but certainly not least, I didn't believe in Marie Kondo's whole spark joy mantra until I started podcasting. Now, My joy is sparked every time I see a new subscriber roll in. So please hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And so you add a little spark to my joy fire today. Okay, that was kind of weird, but um, we're going to roll with it. Subscribe um, and thanks in advance. All right, everyone. See you next time.